I'm your host, Lee W. Johnson, and welcome to my podcast, where I talk about all things related to magic, witchcraft, demonolatry, and a whole load of other related things. If you would like to find out more about me, get in touch with me, or hire me for a service, please go to my website, leewjohnson.com, or check out my link tree in the description of this podcast. Welcome back to the Monday Musings. All right, so this was actually a topic that I promised I would do, um, and I actually forgot about. So that's why I'm doing it today. I was going to cover left-hand path and right versus right-hand path today, and then in two weeks' time, do my video on the um, clupotic birds. I'll see if I can combine those two, or otherwise it will just spill over to, to next month. Um, but today, let's talk about how to practice in small spaces. Um, and we'll extend this a bit as well into how to practice if you cannot um, publicly practice. Okay, you have to stay in the closet. All right, so let's start with small spaces. So I have this problem now. I, I, I always used to have uh, live-in houses where I had a spare room and I could set up the spare room as a temple room. Um, but over the past uh, five years, um, it's been very much a situation where I don't have that space. So I have had to adjust and adapt and learn how to work in small spaces. And a lot of people lately have been asking, you know, especially in regards to things like casting the circle, um, whether it's a Wiccan circle, whether it's a, uh, a demonolatry circle, um, whether it's treading the mill, you know, laying the compass, whatever it is, how do you do this in such a small space? Now, the you know the obvious um, reply to that is go outside. Sometimes we can't go outside. Uh, we don't have those spaces that we can go to on a daily or weekly or even monthly basis. Um, you know, we may have a park nearby, but it's not like we can go there with our affame and our, our sword and wand and all of our tools and, you know, publicly cast a circle and things like that with everybody watching. So we are often forced to do this in our own home. And our own home quite sometimes is just one room. Um, well, one room, which is bedroom and lounge, you have a kitchen, you may have a bathroom, um, but you know, the space is very, very limited. So if you can, uh, move furniture, you know, move furniture out to the sides so that you have a space in, in the middle that you can maybe work in. It doesn't need to be a nine foot circle, um, but enough to just kind of walk in a circle. All right, if you can't do that, then, you know, the minimum space you need is enough space to be able to sit cross-legged on the floor, okay? If you can sit cross-legged on the floor, then you have space to cast a circle because what you can do is you can stand up, you can face east, you can do whatever you're doing, whatever tradition you're following, 
um, and then instead of walking in a circle from one point from one quarter to the next quarter what you do is you turn so you're facing this way you turn okay and then you do it in the next in the next quarter you turn to the next quarter and you do whatever you need to in that quarter you turn to the next quarter so instead of walking i mean this obviously if you want to tread the mill that's a bit different um but if you are just doing a, a circle casting you can just turn now there is something to actually walking the circle um, it's the same as treading or plowing the bloody acre within traditional witchcraft but even if it's a Wiccan circle or a demonology circle or ceremonial magic or whatever circle it is, the actual walking around defines the space. It, it starts to move the energy in a circle. Okay, So there is something to that. Don't kind of just reject that and say we don't need it. It definitely has its place. It definitely has a reason for, you know, for, for actually doing it. You, you, it is there is a reason for doing it there you go um but if you don't have the space you have to adjust and you have to adapt so standing in one spot and just turning and facing the various quarters and doing what you need to in the various quarters that's one one option another option is to work in an astral temple and when you work in an astral temple all you need is a space to sit in um so sit on the floor, sit on a chair, sit on your bed, whatever it is, that's all you need, okay? And you move into your astral temple, you build your astral temple, and you can do your workings however you want to, okay? So that's another option. Um, that's also very good if, if you cannot um, publicly proclaim, or you have to stay in the closet, you cannot publicly practice. So you may um, live in a house with parents or roommates or something like that and you can't do any kind of practice where you make a noise. You know, you may be able to go into your bedroom, lock the door and do your practice. Um, so you can move around but you may not be able to verbally say anything so other people in the house can hear you. Um, and that's fine. Um, you can whisper. Um, whispers, whispering is a very good thing. You can internalize the whole thing verbally. Um, you know, when we when we talk about doing like mantra yoga, for instance, um, you can verbally, audibly um, chant a mantra. You can whisper a mantra, or you can just do it in, internally with no sound at all. So, you know, when you when we are calling God names or angelic names or demonic names, doing the ends, um, whatever it is, we can do it verbally or we can whisper or we can do it internally. I actually like to whisper because it's kind of in between. It feels like a liminal practice because it's kind of in between the loud verbal um, uh, practice and the internal uh, non-verbal verbal practice. So you get this whisper. Um, of in between the two um so there's there's many ways you can practice um you don't need a lot of space um and if you cannot publicly uh, practice then there's ways to do that as well do you need all the tools no you do not need all the tools 
um, the tools become an extension of yourself. Um, they also hold particular energies. Um, they can hold familiars um, and things like that. But it's not absolutely necessary. You, you, if you do not have the tools, it does not mean you cannot practice. Let's put it that way. Um, it's just the tools become an, an additional thing. So if you cannot have the tools, don't have the tools. Um, you know, if you can't wave an anathema around or a wand or whatever it is, don't have them. Um, you have a finger. This points. Okay, so this can be anathema, a wand, etc. Um, if you if you can light a candle, most people can light a candle, um, and it may not need, it doesn't actually need to be an actual candle with a flame. It can be an electronic candle um, if you can't light a candle with a flame. If you can't light incense, that's fine. Um, you can use aromatherapy oils if you can use that. And usually the, these kind of things are accepted in a household. Um, you know, candles and, and aromatherapy oils or incense, um, not always incense, so aromatherapy oils. Um, just get one of those um, little, it's, I'm not sure, I think it's just called an aromatherapy oil lamp or something. Um, it's like a little cup and you put the oils in there with, in some water and then you put a tea light underneath and it, it heats up and lets out the fragrance um, so you know whatever you can get get whatever you cannot get don't get it's really as simple as that you don't need all of the tools um, it's nice to have the tools and they have a particular purpose just like actually walking in a circle has a particular purpose to create the, that energy to get that energy moving in that circular format um, but it's not absolutely necessary. It doesn't mean you cannot practice if you don't have those things. So just find a way of improvise, use your imagination, uh, whatever it is, um, you can do it. You know, there's no reason why you cannot. Okay, so I think that gives you some ideas of what to do if you do work in a small space um, and you don't have a lot of room uh, to do things. If you want to build an altar, an altar really just needs to be a candle, incense and a glass of water uh, if you're making offerings to spirits. Um, if you're not making offerings to spirits, you don't actually practice with gods and goddesses, you don't even need the water unless you want to make an offering to your higher self, for instance. So, you know, but really, that's what it really needs to be. It's just a candle, incense and, and water. Um, and you can put that on a side table. You can put it on a bookshelf. Um, don't put it inside the bookshelf because if you know if you've got fire, a bit of a fire hazard there. Um, but if it's a low bookshelf, you can put it on top of the bookshelf. Um, so you know, and over time you can add things to it. Um, if you don't want people to know what you're doing, then you can get representations of things. Um, what animal does your particular spirit that you've got a goddess, demon, angel, whatever, what animal um, is represented, representative of them? Um, if you uh, celebrate Lilith, maybe it's an owl. Um, if you celebrate Hecate, maybe it's a dog. Um, you know, 
the things like that. So you can get a statue of an owl or a dog and put that on and that becomes a representation of the goddess. And nobody's going to question that. Um, you know, people like owl statues. Um, so they're just going to go, oh, that's a nice statue. And they're not going to ask what it's for because it's just an owl statue. You just like liked it and you decided to put it on your bookshelf. So, you know, there's all these things you can do um, that are not obvious um, and you can still practice. Okay. All right. So um, I think that's it. I think that gives you plenty of ideas and things to consider. Okay. So have a good one. I'll see you next week. Cheers for now. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by, well, myself, Lee W. Johnson. To find out more about me, please visit my website at leewjohnson.com or check out my link tree in the description of this podcast. If you like the video format, then subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's me for this week. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening.